The Southern Middle Tennessee Prep Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by Columbia Academy, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, Andy Wilhoyt with United Country Realty, the law office of David A. Bates, Custom Stone Handlers, Covenant Technology, Patio West, Coastal and Comfort Eats, and Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. Specializing in orthopedic injuries, their OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit them online at mtbj.net. Tennessee Sports Today with TSWA Hall of Famer Maurice Patton. Here's Chris Yow. Hey, good Friday morning. I'm Maurice Patton. Thanks for joining us here on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. Um, Coach Mike over here on the controls. Good morning, Mo. How you doing? Hey, I'm all right. I can't hear you in my earphones, but other than that, I'm good. Um, Chris Yow is... Again, not with us, um, enjoying some time off over in Myrtle Beach. In his place, we have the illustrious Franklin High 1987 graduate, Dave Foster, former sports anchor at Fox 17, sitting in with us today just to give me somebody to talk to, basically. Dave. Well, thanks for having me on, uh, first of all. Second of all, my uh, pride, uh, you cheated me on a couple years there, 89. 89. So Good I'm year. almost 50, but not quite, and I am holding that line hey, as man, good as I can. Hold on to it as long as you can. I, I, I apologize. <laughs> I don't want to make you any older than you are. <laughs> that's, that's my main concern. Yeah. Uh, well, understandably, <laughs> I get that. So, um, So you were there for the state championship. I was there for the basketball state yeah. championship. Yeah, Kevin yeah. Anglin, uh, and there were some other guys on that team. Tony Hardison was on mm-hmm. that team. Chan Workman. Chan Workman. Who I ran into at the Raptor Classic softball tournament last weekend out at Fly Park in Franklin. He's got a daughter playing softball over at Brentwood. Senior. Chan Workman has a senior. I, I have not. Oh, you're now that. Makes me, <laughs> now you got me. Now that makes me feel old. There you go. <laughs> well, great. Uh, yeah. Chan, I haven't seen him in a long time. Uh, Jay Johnson was on that uh, team as well. He so. was. And um, don't forget, they won uh, the wrestling team, won the state championship oh, that year as well. You don't have to remind I, me. I, <laughs> reminding the listeners. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was a fun year. It was. There were some really good teams, and uh, the, the football team, which I was on and contributed very little, but uh, I was on it, that uh, <laughs> was was pretty good that year. It had been better the year before uh, and, and didn't get to go to the playoffs in the days when you could go 8-2 and two and miss the playoffs. Yeah, that, those were the days when they only took two teams per district. And Gallatin, uh, Hendersonville. Yeah. And uh, actually, Mount Juliet made it in. Maybe there was an at-large or something like that hmm. going on. We played them the last game of the year, and uh, they had a goal line stand and stopped uh, 
stopped Franklin at you know the one yard line. And- oh, was that the game up at Gallatin where like Hauser Rice scored three times and they brought it back out to the one, and then somebody broke through and 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 got a safety that they brought back out to the one. I think I was actually there. That one was after I was there because every time we played Gallatin, it was never close. They killed us every every year. Even the year we had a pretty good team, they, mm-hmm. they killed us. So I well, know that Hauser, was, that would have been right behind me, probably okay. 90 or 91, I would bet. Well, they killed a lot of people back <laughs> yeah, then. They did. Don't, 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 don't take it too personally. That's so true. <laughs> yeah. Hey, um, got a great show for you today. Um. We are going to be joined in the second segment by Summit football coach Brian Coleman. We're going to talk a little bit about a little event they've got out there this afternoon as a couple of his guys are going to announce their collegiate destinations. You might have heard of them, Destin and Keaton Wade. So I'm going to visit with him in the second segment. I'm going to talk about some high school athletic activity from yesterday and um in the second hour, we're going to be visiting with friend of the show who we've not caught up with in a while. Teresa Walker is going to join us. Um, it's been a busy week. She's been a busy individual, and we're going to catch up with her and see what she's had going on. But um, that's later on. We'll also talk a little Braves and actually get to talk about a victory. So feeling pretty good about that. Um Dave, what's on your mind? What what has caught your eye as you've been out of the sports, you know, kind of on the outside looking in a little bit at sports here for the last little bit? Anything that's been intriguing to you that you wished you were more involved with or anything like that? Well, you know, there has been. Uh, I'll say, first of all, what one thing that it's allowed me to do for the last couple of weeks is not have to follow sports as much as I did on a daily basis. Uh, on the other hand, uh, I'm still interested in sports. I'm mm-hmm. still a sports fan, so I am keeping up with what's, what's going on. Uh, the thing that caught my attention, and I'm sure you talked about it this week at length, was Eddie George at TSU. That, that was the story... That um, one thing I've noticed being out of it is since you're not getting the emails anymore about the events that are going on, <laughs> sometimes um, you were a little bit in the know before, mm-hmm. whether, whether you knew what was going on with the story or you knew in advance because there was a press conference that was going to be called. And so, of course, you'd work to try to find out what was going on. And that one, that one caught me by surprise because that one was like I was a, a fan again and completely out of nowhere. Um, and that one was really interesting to me. I will say this. I, I, I hate it for Rod Reed, uh, who has been, you know, around at TSU and former player. And, um, and I hate it for him because he's a good guy. Uh, but I understand why the move was made. And I think it's a really interesting hire. It is a very interesting hire. And I, I think everybody that has weighed in on this has agreed that, you know, you hated to see this for Rod, but at the same time, I think I I don't think you can argue that Tennessee State football hasn't been where it needs to be. And unfortunately, in that business, a lot of times that kind of falls to the coach. So um, what do you think about Eddie? I think this is an interesting move. I have to think that it might not have happened if not for the Deion Sanders at Jackson State. I think that that makes it, uh, you know, it's it's the second 
of these kind of moves uh, for for a school for a historically black college to, mm-hmm. to hire a, a big splash former NFL star and then see if they can you know up their level of recruiting after that. I think it's worked to a certain extent for uh, Deion Sanders and it certainly could for Eddie George. I do think that being in Nashville could be a big draw uh, for, for a coach like TSU's Eddie George now to be able to say to to kids, hey, you know, you can come here and play, and you can do it in a city that's a big city. This is going to be a, a great city to come to. You know, everybody that we've had this discussion with this week has kind of agreed that that's the the thing about this, you know, TSU being in Nashville. It's by far the biggest city in the Ohio Valley Conference, and the fact that um it hasn't happened, that they've not been able to sustain – success on the football field for a lengthy period of time is kind of odd. And and you've, again, you've been around it and you've seen, they've had some, some talent and some good programs and that kind of thing. It's just not something that they've been able to do for a long period of time over there. So I think it will be interesting just to see how Eddie does. And we'll probably get into this some more with Teresa when she comes on in this second hour because I, I just – I just think it's a fascinating topic. It, it is going to be interesting. And I think another thing we can talk with Teresa about is, uh, you know, the difference between you might get a five-star to the basketball team, which can make a lot more of an impact than a five-star to a football team sure. can make. So he's going to have to not only get one high recruit, he's going to have to get several of them to make a real difference. Out Absolutely. There. Yeah. Um, it, there's a, there's a few more folks involved on the football field. Um, so it is 9.15. We're coming down to our first break. And I guess before we get into that, we probably need to give you the rundown. Here's the rundown. The Friday Rundown is brought to you by Chip Walters of Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates. The voice of the Blue Raiders also wants to be your trusted advisor in real estate. Contact Chip at 615-542-1915 or through his website at choosechip.net. Chip Walters, proud to support local youth sports in southern Middle Tennessee. In Thursday baseball action, Loretto fell to Russellville, Alabama 5 nothing. It was Marshall County 15, Cascade 2 Forest defeated Eagleville four. I'm sorry. Forest defeated Eagleville seven one. Spring Hill traveled to Lawrence County and picked up a four three win in nine innings. It was Moore County three. Franklin County nothing. Christ Presbyterian Academy defeated Harpeth twelve two. Perry County in a shootout defeated Hampshire eighteen fifteen. It was Brentwood twelve. Franklin two. Columbia Academy defeated Creekwood sixteen four. Santa Fe blanked East East Hickman twelve nothing. Ravenwood eighteen. Summit six. Independence fell to Page, 6-4. Lewis County, 6. Giles County, 3. Nolensville defeated Cane Ridge, 9-4. Summertown with a big 18-5 win over Mount Pleasant. Zion Christian picked up a doubleheader victory over Franklin Christian, 10-4 and 16-11. In softball play on Thursday, it was Huntland, 16. Cascade, 12. Eagleville, 10-0 over Cornersville. Fayetteville, 10-0 over Santa Fe. Brentwood with a 4-3 win over Independence. Summit defeated Spring Hill 2-0 despite a no-hitter by Spring Hill's Cat Carter. Forest 8, Community 4. Summertown defeated Frank Hughes 12-2. It was Marshall County 10, Giles County 3. 
Loretto 18, Perry County 2, Columbia Academy 13, Grace Christian 1, Middle Tennessee Christian 17, Battleground Academy 4. And in boys soccer on Thursday night, it was Columbia Central remaining undefeated with a 6-0 win over Lincoln County. Today's action on the baseball diamonds at 4.30, Columbia Academy plays at Harpeth. Santa Fe plays at Houston County. That one's a doubleheader. Cornersville travels to Cullioca for a 5 o'clock game. Hampshire will be at Hickman County for a 5.30 game. At 6 o'clock, Siegel hosts Summit. At 6.30, Lawrence County travels to Summertown. Columbia Central hosts Ravenwood at 7. And Mount Pleasant goes to Eagleville for a doubleheader. We don't have game times on that one. And softball action today. Christ Presbyterian visits Columbia Academy for a 5 o'clock game. Also at 5 o'clock, Columbia Central travels to Independence and Mount Pleasant hosts Frank Hughes. Loretta will take part in the Bama Bash down in Florence. In Florence, And Richland goes to Fayetteville for the border battle. In boys soccer tonight, Columbia Academy goes to Spring Hill. That's a 5.30 start at 6 o'clock. Lawrence County is at Tullahoma. 6.30, Independence hosts Battleground Academy. And at 7, Columbia Central takes on visiting Summit. On Saturday... Columbia Central Baseball travels to Forest for a 12 noon game. Also at 12 noon, Richland hosts West Limestone out of, Al- out of Alabama for a doubleheader. And at 12 noon, Zion Christian goes to U- University School of Nashville for a twin bill. At 1 o'clock, Columbia Academy will play Christ Presbyterian Academy. I'm sorry, that's at 115 at Creekwood. At 2 o'clock, Loretto goes to Florence, Alabama. And at 3.30 on Saturday, Grace Christian and Columbia Academy meet up at Creekwood. Softball action on Saturday. Loretto continues in the Bama Bash down at Florence. Mount Pleasant and Santa Fe will both be at the Walking Horse Classic over in Unionville. And Richland continues at the Border Battle in Fayetteville. That, ladies and gentlemen, is your Friday Rundown. And now I've caught my breath. And when we come back here on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, we will be joined by Summit football coach Brian Coleman um, talking about the commitment ceremony later today for Destin and Keaton Wade. I don't think we're going to break any news in this segment, unfortunately, but we might see what we can do. Stay with us here on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. If you've listened to this show, you know Chris and I are always down for a good meal. Recently, we learned about Patio West in Spring Hill and what a pleasure it has been. Their menu is full of seafood, burgers, and more, giving every member of your family something to enjoy. Be sure to go by Patio West Coastal and Comfort Eats located at 3011 Longford Drive in Spring Hill or visit patiowest.com and tell them the guys at Southern Middle Tennessee Sports sent you. When we're out covering sports in and around Murray County, communication between Maurice and I is absolutely vital to our success. When your business needs top-notch communication and local service, Covenant Technology is there, and they are dedicated to helping your business succeed by ensuring open lines of communication to your clients and customers. Contact them today at 615-846-9898 or visit covenanttechnology.net.
high school sports. Here's Mo and Chris. Southern Middle, welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today. I'm Maurice Patton with um, Coach Mike on the controls. Dave Foster sitting in for Chris Yao, who continues to be on vacay in North Myrtle Beach. Um, there is a difference between North Myrtle Beach and Myrtle Beach. I was just thinking I'd take either today, you know? Yeah, well, somebody's got to man the shop, though. That's so, true. You know. Hey, um, appreciate you coming in, by the way. Thanks for having me. Yeah. On the Parks Motor Sales Hotline right now, we have Summit football coach Brian Coleman. That's state championship Summit football coach Brian <laughs> Coleman, um, as we are now required to introduce him. Um, required. Required. That, that's in the That's in the contract, man. Hey, um, okay. big deal today for you guys, obviously. Um, has Summit ever had a Power 5 signee? Uh, no, sir. No. Uh, I mean, Ty Carter is the closest thing we ever had. And he hurt his knee about week nine that year, and People kind of backed off. You end up going to Tennessee Tech, thank goodness, and uh, is really doing well there. But uh, it's probably the biggest, biggest signing commitment we've ever had, so for sure. Yeah, and um, and so with something that big, you guys have got a big four o'clock um, gathering taking place for for Destin and Keaton Wade to announce their their college destinations. Um, Expecting a pretty big crowd for that, I would assume. Ah, uh, yeah, I expect we expect a big crowd. You know, it's going to be streamed. Also, uh, a lot of people are, you know, a lot of people in Kentucky and Tennessee are, are you know, are, are excited and, and ready to watch it. I mean, uh, you know, we're going we're going to make it a big deal. I mean, we're going to they're going to be in the gym. They're going to be they're going to be sitting there. They've got four hats there. It's going to be uh, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and uh, and uh, Louisville. So uh, you know, it's going to be a big deal. Uh, we. We want to make it a big deal. I mean, these kids deserve that. You know, they they deserve their time in the limelight, and you know they're going to get to talk a little bit, and you know, in front of their friends and family, and streamed in front of whoever. So it's an exciting time for us, really. I mean, heck, I've done just as many interviews this week as I did when we were uh, playing for the state championship. So <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a big buzz around here for sure. Coach, what kind of advice have you given the the twins as they've as it's led up through? the the season and and or the year and then up to this point you know i i don't know about advice i just always ask you know i'm just i and 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 truth be known i don't even know where they're going i haven't even asked them i don't know mess with them there's enough people bothering them about that i'm just kind of i'm just kind of playing in the background and making sure these schools are going to take care of them i'm talking to coaches uh you know that that they i don't even know if they even know i'm doing it but i'm just making sure that they're going to be taken care of that's all we care about I'm going to go to wherever they go. I'm going to go to the games wherever they go. So, I mean, just, just as long as they're well taken care of. And, you know, I've talked to coaches that have been there previously at their at schools that have been there, that are there. And, you know, I just want them – I want to be taken care of by the staff. And, and, you know, Destin wants to play quarterback. He wants that opportunity to play quarterback. So, I want to make sure that, you know, that these schools are at least going to give him that opportunity. If it don't work out and they move into safety the next year, I mean, that's fine as long as he has that opportunity. You know, um, you mentioned that, and as you look at their four finalists, Kentucky, Tennessee, Louisville, Virginia, a couple of AC schools, ACC schools, a couple of SEC schools, obviously, you don't know where they're going, but where do you feel like Destin's 
best opportunity to play quarterback is, or how would you rank those four from that standpoint? Well, I think if you look at if you look at all four of those programs, they've all had quarterbacks like Destin. I mean, uh, you know, Louisville, Mar Jackson, uh, Virginia just had a or does now I think have a quarterback that heck, they look just like him. And Kentucky had a running quarterback last year. Uh, Tennessee's, you know, going in. I call him a running quarterback because. Not that he can't throw the ball, but he can run that zone read. He can run a read play and then, you know, and read defensive end. If that defensive end comes up the field, he's going to take off and replace him and be gone for 80. So I think all those four programs, you know, uh, uh, want a quarterback like him, uh, an athletic, lanky, tall quarterback that can, that can, you know, pull the ball down and read anytime he needs to. <clears throat> How much, Brian, do you think the foot injury with Keaton – impacted his recruitment or did it at all i don't think it did it at all i don't think he did it at all once once he came back to the semifinals and the finals uh i mean i really hadn't been even a question about it lately i mean they haven't even said anything i mean uh so i think you know they, i think they're okay with it i mean he's he's in the weight room right now pushing a lot of weight and that push is fine so you know what i mean i mean all doubters if, if they ask me that's what i tell them i'm like hey, He's squatting, he's power clean, he's doing all the things just as much as any other kid in the weight room. So uh, I don't think that's even an issue anymore. <laughs> Speaking on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline with Summit football coach Brian Coleman, Destin and Keaton Wade set to um, announce their commitment at 4 o'clock today in the gym at Summit. Is it is it open to the public, Brian, or how are you all doing this? It's open to the this? public, yeah. Okay. It's, it's open to the public. We'll temperature check, have a mask on, and you know, just as much as you can, but we're going we're gonna to bring it on. We can go, we can fill that whole gym up if we need to. You just might not get a good view of it, but you come on and, you know, check it out for sure. I mean, you'll be able to hear, we'll have the microphones ready. We'll have the microphones ready for the live stream. I mean, it's, you know, hey, let's make it as big as we want to. I mean, again, these kids deserve it, so let's do it for them. And, and when you say that, you know, these two kids have kind of, I don't want to say put Summit football on the map, but certainly they have elevated that program, they and, and their teammates. I, I don't want to discount those other guys, but they have kind of been at the forefront of Summit's surge here over the past couple of years. You guys made your second straight state championship game appearance this year. You you got it done this time around, 28-7 over Oak Ridge, and, and both these guys have been a big part of everything that's taken all of the success that you guys have had over the last couple of years? Oh, there's no doubt about it. I mean, heck, Destin was a Mr. Football finalist. What do you mean Mr. Football finalist on your football team? That's going to deeply impact how good you are now. We had to learn a lot about ourselves whenever Keaton went down. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That indie game, that first game without him, it was ugly. We had to figure out what personnel we had. We had to figure out a lot of things about the team. And I think that made us so much better. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. As a coach, that wants to keep figuring out, hey, can do this. You know, yes, we miss him. Yes, he is a four-star great athlete. But yes, we can do this without him. Uh, and once they got that mindset, and then and then when he came back in the semifinals, shoot, oh, it was we were really pumped up about that. And then you're adding him to the to the mix. So yes, uh, he Cobb, yes, no, no doubt about it. yes, huge to our program. Yes, but again, we learned how to do without Keaton and. That's a great leader. I mean, even when Keaton was out, he was a leader. He was a coach. He was on the sidelines. He was always there. So, 
you know, didn't leave the team. He was always a leader for us for sure. Yeah. Um, you mentioned Destin wants to go somewhere where he can play quarterback or at least get a shot to play quarterback. Things are a little bit more clear cut for Keaton in terms of where he projects collegiately. Yeah, he's, he's looking at an outside linebacker, defensive end, hybrid type. Uh, I think it's what makes him so attractive about him because he's so long and athletic that he can play. He can play with his hands down as a defensive end and rush the quarterback. He can also play in the in the, in the flat coverage or you know in the uh, in the in the secondary. And I mean, he can play as safety. He's going down most of the time. He can be middle of the field also and be fine. But that diversity that he brings to a defense, I think, is huge. Uh, in his in his ability to do those things, Brian, I I have a question based on something you were saying earlier about uh, the, an opportunity to play quarterback here. Uh, Josh Heupel was continuing a recruitment. Um, how much time do you, do you think he had to to make a convincing case on that? Did you get a sense for that of all at all? I think lately they have. Uh, you know, I've talked to him a little bit. Uh, I mean, I know they're they're doing what they can right now with the kids. I think they're just called a dead period or whatever. So they, can't, I don't know if you physically talk, but they're you know they're doing a lot of Zoom calls. They're touching base a lot. So I mean, I think he was one of the. I think Destin was one of the main recruits when Heifel got there that he figured that he had to, he had to get and, and and pursue because I think they're they're trying to get a lot of these in state guys. They just got a big recruit all uh, when the coach his boys are going there. I think he's a big defensive end. So. I think they the sport of Tennessee. I think, you know, it should be. So they're giving it the best shot for sure. Coach, how much different has their recruitment been in light of the pandemic relative to what you've seen with other guys in other well, years? Well, I, I kind of feel bad for them because they can't get the whole campus tour. Now, they, they've been, the last few weeks, they've been to these campuses, you know, to tour them, but it, it's not a coach showing them around. It's not the coach's staff. It's not anybody showing them around. I mean, it's, they're kind of just going going on their own, looking around. So they they're definitely missing out on that aspect. I think, and I and I feel bad for them, you know, because I think you know to be I guess the word is courted, you know, to be courted by these these colleges to to come and show them a good time and is what our program's about. So I think they're missing out on that a little bit. Speaking on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline with Summit Football Coach Brian Coleman, Brian. One of the byproducts of this whole process for you guys, I would think, and this event that you're having this afternoon is you probably got some young guys that are gonna that are kind of watching this whole thing unfold, and for them to be there and for you to be able to say, "Hey, this can be you." How big oh, yeah. is that for your huge. program? Huge, huge to see to see kids at our level at our school. You know, to to do these big things. I mean, and it, you know, anything is possible. Then you can. You mean, I mean, a kid can be at Summit. Like oh, I'm just at Summit. There's no way I can do this. There's no way I can. There's no way I use here. Your Virginia can look at us. Well, it, we're proving it wrong. I mean, there's these all the colleges are after these two young men. So yeah, it, it, it can definitely happen. Uh, you know, work hard and, and do the right things. I mean, dude, I know they've got a lot of physical ability, but they work their tails off, and everybody in our program sees that also. Having said that, this is going to be a big loss uh, for you that you guys are going to have to 
to fill next year. Uh, no, not next year. Well, don't don't take <laughs> them too quick. Yeah. <laughs> when they do go, uh, how do you how do you take those guys who are watching this and and say to them, uh, hey? You don't want to have to fill in the shoes of the of these guys, but um, how do you, how do you begin to to uh, fill that talent gap? It's, it's, it's going to be you know, it's, you know we're losing losing some thirty some fingers in that group, uh, but well, I mean you you take them trying to lose one more year with all these, but you're right, it's going to be a full team rebuild after that. And these guys will have to step up, and they'll, you know, they'll have to realize they'll step up. And they, I mean, it's just, uh, I mean, they'll, uh, any competitor wants to play, any competitor wants to contribute to a, to a football program. So, I mean, I think it's going to be fine. Uh, but, you know, again, looking forward to next year and all the challenges that occur with that with being in six days. So we've got a lot of stuff ahead of us for at least one more year. Coach, obviously with these guys committing today, they'll be signing in December, you would think. As you look across the rest of your roster and you say you've got 30-something seniors that will be on this 2021 team, who else are you expecting? Because, you know, so much of the focus obviously is on Destin and Keaton Wade. Who are some other guys on this 2021 Spartans team that are going to have some opportunities to to play at the next level? Uh, Definitely Brady Pierce. Uh, Brady's got a lot of preferred. He's got a he got a full ride scholarship uh, offer from to Nickel State, and he's got preferred walk-ons to uh, Kentucky, Tennessee, and Virginia also. So, uh, I mean, he's he's just a, he's just a ball player, man. He's he contributed greatly to us winning the state championship game. I mean, his defense is great, and he's he's really arrived as a slot receiver now too. And he's working his tail off in the off season, and, and he's getting a lot of uh, a lot of looks. So, I think the more film he puts out there, the more positive things he puts out there. He's going to get even better. A uh, few offensive linemen, Mason Richardson, Cooper Cook. I mean, you got we've got a couple of Mason Richardson got a preferred walk-on offer at uh, at uh, Ole Miss and Kentucky. Oh yeah, Brady picked up the Ole Miss too, so they've got some preferred walk-on offers right now. Which, I mean, a preferred walk-on means no, you're not on scholarship, but you're coming in just like the scholarship players. You're you're going to be dressing on on the weight. You're going to be just like a scholarship player, but you just have to pay your way for now. And I Preferred walk-ons are always, you know, uh, uh, not always. A lot of the times they get offered scholarships if they earn their dues. I mean, if they if they're fighting hard, working hard, you know, a lot of times they pick up a scholarship. So, a preferred walk-on is quite an honor, especially to a D1 school. So, I mean, you know, we get, those are just to name a few. But you know, a lot of these guys uh, are, are you know working really hard and, and looking forward to the opportunity that they'll have, even maybe in smaller schools for sure. Yeah, obviously Destin and Keaton both have the same four finalists. Um, I assume they're going to the same place. But um, did did you ever feel like there was a chance that they would separate for college? At the beginning, I did because uh, because Keaton was getting some bigger offers than Destin was, and that was before Destin. I mean, that was Destin's uh, what sophomore year as a quarterback, and I think people really scared. Uh, can you really play quarterback? What position does he play? Where where can we use him at? And I think once Destin uh, really proved to people that he is a quarterback, he is a D1 quarterback, uh, especially in our playoffs last year, you're looking at week 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, those weeks, shoot, Mo, he was, he was doing great. I mean, you look at the beach game, he was, there wasn't a quarterback better than him anywhere on that night. Uh, and even all the rest of our playoff games, I mean, 
heck, we changed our offense. You know, you know that I was a big weak team, lean T guy. I wanted to run the football, but heck, as long as Bess was the football and throwing it like he did, she we were putting up in the air and we were spreading it out and doing the things. So uh, he just he just proved to a lot of people that heck yeah, I can play quarterback at the next level. So I think once that happened, and then he started getting the better offers also, and they got some better offers together. That they said, yeah, let's do this together. I think now. They may, they may, it may change today. I don't, but I, I'm, I'm highly, I'm ninety, ninety-five percent sure that they are going together somewhere. <laughs> I want to ask you to guess, but I'm not going to put you in that spot. But um, <laughs> I, 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 no, we, we'll, we'll just wait till four o'clock or shortly thereafter. Let's to, wait till to, four, and, and we'll all find out together. Yeah. yeah, let's all find out together. I want to, I want to have fun with this too. I want to. I, and, you know, they've been bothered enough, and, 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 and let's just, just all have fun with it. Uh, you know, I don't I don't have a dog in a race. I mean, I don't I don't care anywhere. I don't, I'm not a fan, really, a college football fan of anybody. If it is, it's, it's Alabama. We're still waiting on Nick to call him, so that ain't, that ain't happened yet. <laughs> wow. Hey, <laughs> but, uh, you never know that 3.30 phone call might come through and change everything, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's very true. That's yeah. very true. But, again, this is a commitment and things can change, but I – you know, I just want them to get this out of the way, and I think they want to get it out of the way and, and focus on their senior year and have a good time and, and you know, play and play it for our team, play for our program, and, and go try to win another one in six days. There we go. And you'll be able to hear that 2021 Summit Spartans football team on Friday nights right here on 101.7 WKOM-FM. Mike Epley and Matt Rogers, Mike's side for home, road, postseason, and hopefully Finley Stadium in Chattanooga. For the six A championship, huh, Brian? Yeah, that's right. They changed it up this year. That'd be nice. It'd be a different thing. Uh, you know, Tennessee Tech was nice. Uh, we finally got used to it for those two years. So now they're going to change it to Chattanooga. But you know, it's a well. I tell you what, it's just tough to get there. It's just it's it's very rewarding to get there, and 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 for a team to win it, it's, it's a big deal. I mean, those those fifteen weeks are, are grueling, and and for a team to do stuff like that, it's it's really awesome. But like you said, yeah, they did change it to Chattanooga this year. That seven six A region ought to be a lot of fun. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Looking forward to it. No, I mean, I mean, as 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 a competitor, you always want to play the best, and I think you guys have a lot of great competition in Williamson County. You got Brentwood, the Ravenwood, the Indy Centennial. You know all all those teams at Franklin. Uh, you know the the Fighting Meltons over there at Franklin now. Uh, we don't have that one marked all on our calendars, but no, uh, no, you don't have but, that circled or anything. <laughs> but uh, yeah, great coaches, great, great teams there. You know, it's going to be, and even our non-region games, people like Beach and and Henry County and and Blackman, you know, Shelbyville, teams like that in our non-region. Uh, it, it's going to be a heck of a season. It's going to be a grueling season. And it's going to be fun for sure. Sounds good. Summit coach Brian Coleman with us here on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline. Four o'clock today, we will find out where Destin and Keaton Wade plan to play college football. And soon after that, we hope to have something up on the website at sm-tnsports.com. Brian, thanks for taking some time with us this morning. Well, I really appreciate you having me. All righty. We'll see you later. Hey, that was Brian Coleman and... When we come back here on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, we'll talk about a little high school baseball, softball, soccer action from last night. So um, stay with us here on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Hey, folks. 
While we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Sports and beyond. It's on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Hey, welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. I'm Maurice Patton, Coach Mike on the buttons and slides and everything else he's got going on over there. Chris Yao still isn't back. Um, expect him back on Monday unless he just calls back and says, you know, I think I'm just going to stay over here at the beach. Anyway, in his place, we've got former Fox 17 sports anchor Dave Foster um, sharing some thoughts and, and picking some brains and that kind of thing. Really enjoying it. Um, it's been a nice week. You know, we had we had George Plaster in Chris's spot on Wednesday. We had Joe Fisher yesterday. And, and now to get you in here today, we kind of feel like this is a feather in our cap, getting some of these big names in here. Well, it's a, a good week to catch up with some of those names, George and Joe, great guys, and uh, Middle Tennessee guys, too. Absolutely. As well. Uh, what George loves to say, how he's from BGA, every chance he gets, and he loves to rub that, or he thinks he's rubbing it in the face of a couple of Franklin High School guys, but I don't. We know better. Right. I don't agree with that at we, all. We know better. And then Joe was Overton, I believe. Antioch. Antioch. Okay. So Antioch. He's Antioch. He's yeah. a part of Antioch. Antioch. Yep. And, um. And just, my wife said when I said something about we, we had Joe, she goes, "Oh, I I went to high school with him." And she, she, she goes, "I doubt he knows who I am." She goes, "But I definitely knew who he was." That's awesome. So, well, yeah. yeah, I I really felt good about getting Joe in here, and um, we got a lot of positive feedback on that. And if you happen to miss it, the podcast is available wherever you get your podcasts, and. Um, had some great stuff yesterday with him. and um, Did he tell you he's a good bowler? We did not talk about bowling. Joe Fisher's a good bowler. Doesn't do it as much these days, but uh, he can bowl. Huh. Yeah. Maybe maybe we can get him and Mookie Betts hooked up. Get him out on the lane sometimes. That's yeah. right. And well, uh, let him roll. I'm just going to watch, <laughs> personally, because uh, that never was a big thing for me. I never was very good at it. You, I. You don't have to be good to have some fun, though. Knock down a few pins. Yeah, but I'm one of those guys, if I can't be good at something, I don't want to do it. Well, <laughs> it can, it, it can Which be limits a me help. a lot in what I do. So, yeah. <laughs> it, it can be a big help. My, uh, my youngest daughter went to college, uh, got a half scholarship. For, for bowling? Or what, bowling. What college? Uh, Bethel University. Bethel, okay. And won uh, sophomore year, won the conference championship. Fantastic. So, uh, yeah, it's it it can be. Oh yeah, I mean if if you're lucrative. if you're a high schooler, and you're looking to kind of lighten the burden on your parents, bowling isn't a bad way to go. We've got a kid. Um, there's a kid over at Columbia Academy right now who has signed a a bowling scholarship, and I cannot remember his name, and I apologize. But um, you know, we've had a few kids from around here go to the next level in bowling. It's, it's very cool. Um, 
we've got a couple of kids going to the next level in softball that that hooked up yesterday up at Spring Hill. Um, Summit pitcher Elena Escobar, who is headed to North Alabama, and Spring Hill pitcher Kat Carter, who is headed to Jacksonville State. And you would think that the pitcher that struck out 13 in a no-hitter would have gotten the better of the other one. That was not the case. What happened? Four Spring Hill errors oh. led to a two-to-nothing win for Summit despite Cat Carter striking out 13 and no-hitting the Lady Spartans. That is a tough way to lose. That <laughs> I'm not sure I can think of a tougher way to lose, to be honest. Yeah, that's uh, that's rough. Yeah, uh, I, I congratulations on the no yeah. Well, you know that's exactly what, that's what I said to her <laughs> talking to her after the game. I said congratulations? <laughs> right. Question mark. I mean, <laughs> it's a great game. You pitched a great game. As as first year Spring Hill coach Angelina uh, Angelina Martinez said, "Yeah, it's not a one man sport." Yeah. So true. Yeah, and 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 that's unfortunate. You know they um. Spring Hill had four hits off of Escobar. She said it wasn't one of her better days, didn't have her best stuff, but she did strike out 14. Um, left her runner stranded at third in the first inning. Denasia Wade, who, by the way, is signed with Alabama A&M. There is a lot of softball talent in this area, and if you've not gotten out to see some of it, you need to, um, again, Three D one signees in one game there yesterday as Summit defeated Spring Hill two to nothing. Another big game yesterday. Um, Columbia Academy's softball team continues to roll. Scored eight runs in the fourth against Grace Christian on the way to a thirteen one victory. Malia Hardy, we've mentioned her name, um, for the third straight game hit a home run. It's her twelfth of the year. Um, Carly Harakas and Tori Duvall had a couple of doubles in that eight-run rally in the fourth. Journey Mitchell, who has signed with Carson Newman, struck out ten in four innings to get to earn the the, the victory in that five-inning game. So, again, lot of softball talent in this area. Columbia Academy went two and won the Class A state tournament championship back in nineteen. You start to lose count when they don't play a year. I you know that's one of the hardest things is trying to trying to keep uh it's almost like uh, you uh, lose track of days of the week a little bit and mm-hmm. the school year and some of these the sports switching um have have made it where it's a little bit hard to keep up with with uh what's coming up and it is it has been confusing I I'll be glad when it gets back to normal you me and any number of other folks yeah yeah it's it's been it's been a tough what 14 16 months it has been yeah it's been so long how are we going to define normal anymore though is the that, problem uh, well and and the thing is some things won't change back to the way they were mm-hmm. and and i don't know if that will affect you know the the sports or anything like that but just you know people working remotely from home or or deciding that they can do jobs that they don't have to go into the office yeah. or uh, it's it's going to be interesting what normal is. When it is, back. and and what we you know we what we hang on to that has been pandemic driven, like you said, yeah. working from home and that kind of thing. It no, normal will be interesting. I think we're going to have some of the biggest uh, procedural change, whether it's you know coaching, teaching, whatever, since uh, the the AIDS situation came through. 
We got all this, you know, biohazard became the new thing to think about. I think we're, we're getting ready to have a whole bunch of new protocols thrown on us to get us to, again, normal. And some of, some of the things that have come along have, have been more efficient, I mm-hmm. think, and mm-hmm. we may find that we want to keep some of the, some of the changes. Yeah. And then yeah. some of the stuff, there's no substitution for in-person exactly. uh, relationships and, and how you can build uh, relationships with people in person that you can't do virtually. Absolutely. An- another team, another program that was really impacted by the pandemic, Columbia Central Boys Soccer. We visited with Greg Sidlowski on Coach's Corner a couple of days ago. Um, the Lions won yet again last night with a 6 nothing win over Lincoln County. They are now 8-0 overall, 4-0 in District 8 AAA. That was a team that had been to the state sectionals in Class AAA in both 2018 and 2019 and really looking to take that next step last year had last year occurred. Well, they are looking primed to take that next step this time. Again, Brewer Wall with a hat trick and two assists. So this guy had a hand in five or six goals. It's not a bad night. (laughs) It's pretty good. It's not a bad night. Dane Holly with his sixth shutout of the year. Columbia Central's outscored their opponents 28-2 in eight games. That's domination, I would say. It really is. I mean... Even I'm not a big soccer guy, but twenty eight to two, that's getting it done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You were at Franklin. They had. Some- oh, remember the uh, the girls soccer team. Uh, yeah, from Franklin the had a, had a nationwide uh, winning a record. streak. Yeah, over a hundred games, yeah. if if I recall correctly. Impressive stuff. Uh, baseball action from yesterday. Um, Spring Hill goes overtime. To get a 4-3 win down at Lawrence County, Luca Boylan and Dawson Hargrove with RBI base hits there in the ninth and then had to hold on in the bottom of the ninth. Brantley Whitwell struck out three in three and a third uh, relief innings to pick up the victory there and had two hits in the win. Summertown with a big 18-5 win over Mount Pleasant. The Eagles scored 14 runs in the bottom of the uh, bottom of the first. Summertown hit four home runs. In five innings, um, Lane Burleson, Drake Blackwood, Skylar Trousdale, and Grant Burleson. Blackwood's with a grand slam. So, um, flexing a little bit down there, the Eagles were yesterday. Santa Fe defeats Hickman County 12 nothing. Carter Seltz and Josh Martin, 12 strikeouts in that combined shutout there. Seltz also had two triples, so a little more double duty there. Summit falls hard against Ravenwood, eighteen six. Um, despite four first inning home, uh, four first inning runs and homers from Drew Plummer and Cameron Lee, and Zion Christian with the big doubleheader sweep of Franklin Christian, ten four and sixteen eleven. Dylan Runyon's four hits, four RBIs, and three runs in the doubleheader. Also five stitches along his left cheekbone after getting hit by a pitch. So this guy got hit by a pitch, went and got stitches, came back, finished off the, the doubleheader. That's pretty, tough. That's that's pretty impressive. So kudos to, to Dylan Runyons for his performance there in that one. Hey, that's going to wrap it up for the first hour here on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today. When we get back, we're going to talk a little, um, a little Braves and – 
in the next in the 1020 segment we're going to catch up with Teresa Walker from the Associated Press see what she's been up to since we last checked in with her so um come back after the break here on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint 